folks, success comes in all shapes and sizes and all different levels. I don't care if you're a billionaire. I don't care if you've got a hundred bucks in your pocket. When you take care of people the right way, you're doing business the right way. Let's talk about that. Ed Gonzalez is next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. Folks, I'm so excited to talk to you today on Dash of Grid, not just because I've got a story to share or that my guest has a story to share, but honest to God, you don't have to be brutal in the business world to be successful. You're about to meet one of, in my opinion, the nicest man I've ever met in, in business. He is kind and gracious and humble. Uh, and runs a tremendously successful business. And he wants to share some stories about that. And I can't wait for him to. Ed Gonzalez, the owner of Fast Signs of Medina. You are a pillar in your community. You've been a friend to me. And I appreciate your being on the show. Welcome to Dash of Grit. Absolutely, Brian. My pleasure. Absolutely. My pleasure. Really excited that you're here. And I'm interested. We're going to talk about some hurdles that you've overcome. And I know that that business is not easy, uh, especially for the nice guys. I think. And sometimes I think you can step on things along the way and, and you refuse to do that. So we're going to talk about some growth that you were able to accomplish first before we do. I love to talk about success first. What's going great with Fast Signs? What's going great with you, Ed? And uh, kind of brag a little bit. I know that's hard for you, but go ahead and brag a little bit about Fast Signs, would you? It is. It is. It is hard to brag. I just, it's not my personality, but I, I would say the thing I'm most proud of, we have a, I'm going to call it a customer feedback process. We call it Listen 360, and the customer gets, every time we have a order with a customer, they have an opportunity to give us feedback, okay? Be as candid as they want to be. Uh, we typically run in the 95% range, which is, again, the, you know, the, the lowest, of course, is a zero score up to 100, and we're typically in that in that mid-90 range, uh, which, I, which I'm most proud of because it's an indication, I think, of our overall um, uh, from a from a cost perspective, from a quality perspective, you know, from a timing perspective, from a communication perspective, you know, how we're doing in terms of the experience they, that we had with a customer. So that's for me. That's I, I'm really proud of that. I really am. Um, being a small business owner, I'd say the other thing is uh, last year I was I was I was nominated for. Entrepreneur of the Year in Medina County. Yes, sir. And again, being a small business owner, um, again, I, I, I was proud of that. I I was just shocked that the nomination was even there. And again, it made me step back and and remind myself that with myself and and the team that you know we were doing some things right along this road of small business ownership and taking care of our clients. Yeah. And the, and the neat thing about that, Ed, is that I know that that's not why you're in business, the awards and the goals and the and the entrepreneur of the year. And yet you were able to accomplish it. What do you attribute that to? It happened. Why? Man, I, I call it the basics. It, you know, it, it's doing the right things all the time. Um, and, and when you do mess up, it's leveraging that opportunity when you do something wrong to do the right thing. You know, um, and, and, you know, I had a, I have a recent example of that, and I won't delve into all the details, but uh, Avon High School is a client of mine, and um, we didn't finish some very, very large banners the proper way on their stadium. 
And I went out there last week and looked at it. No questions asked. Uh, even though it's been up for you know over a year, I told them that um, this issue was on me and I was going to take care of it. And and uh, they weren't going to, you know, the, the bill was on me. One week, one week later, I received a call from a client who said that Avon High School referred me to them. See. And they referred me because I did the right thing, Brian. Yep. I yep. did the right thing. Yep. Yep. Congratulations to you on that. And I think it, you said something just now, my pocket. See, I think that's the thing that people don't quite always understand about entrepreneurism. You've got, I know you've got your own personal you know, life and your checkbook and, and things, but when you're the owner of a business, the money comes into your pocket and then goes out of your pocket and mm. it's yours. And I know it's, it belongs to the company, but it feels that way, doesn't it? I mean, this is your baby, this company and this name is yours. Absolutely. I, I worked 30 years with a large company and then decided that, um, uh, it was time for me to to run my own business, and you're right. When you run your own business, boy, what a huge difference in terms of that cash flow yeah. and everything else being on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, it uh, it it certainly brings some stress and pressure. But again, it's it's all how you keep things in perspective, keep that balance uh, in perspective. And like I said, when things do go wrong. You still do the right things and it, it, it will get you through it. It yeah. will, it will get you through it. Yeah. Doing things the right way. Entrepreneurism is something that I, I don't think I've, I'm made for. I talk a lot about going out and getting things done and, you know, doing the hard work, but man, the, the risk and the, the hard work and the sweat and the, man, it's just a ton and, and congratulations to you for doing it right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey Ed, we're, let's talk about doing it right. And and uh, and I know, you know, when you're dealing directly with the public and you're trying to to be successful, and every single time you're going for 100, percent not 95. That's not That's the right. goal, right? 100 percent right. success is the goal. I know you've over you've seen some problems and uh, and overcome some hurdles, and that's what this show is all about. Let's talk about some times when it didn't go well, uh, some hurdles were in the way, the problems were happening, and you needed to show some grit to get past it and to get to where you are. Let's can you share some horror stories with us a little bit? Absolutely, I, I'd say the 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 biggest challenge was again when when I moved from the you know from the big corporate world to the you know running a start in a small business from scratch. Okay, didn't have one client. Um, mm. you know, funding was all, all in me. I decided I, I wasn't going to go to a bank. So funding was all, was all going to come from my end. Oh, so you um, really mean scratch. Like you went into the cupboards and you got the flour and the sugar and you started baking. That was it. It was right. all yours. Yeah. What, 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 what help I got wow. was, um, there was an entity called sign world that, um, that taught me a little bit about the sign industry. And I had an option of, to buy some equipment um, from Sign World, so I got a little bit of training, and I got I got access access to some equipment. But other than that, in terms of clients and orders and people and policies and processes and things like that, uh, that was that was all on me. And so one of the largest struggles I had was trying to do a lot of a lot of all of that all on my own. Uh, the mm -hmm. first. The first two years were a big struggle because I'm the type of guy I like to get my arms, my hands, hands around things, and really understand the ins and outs of all that. Whether it's whether it's marketing, social media, you know, the HR side of things, hiring the right people, I was doing it all. 
Yeah. Why were you doing it all, Ed? Why why did is was it because you didn't have the funds to hire, or is it just that you wanted your name was on it and it had to be done the Ed Gonzalez way? Yeah, I, I think a combination of the two things that you mentioned. Again, knowing that again, I I, I did not want to have to reach into a you know go to a banker and borrow money, and so I so there were some financial pressures there. Okay, and then the second thing I think was my personality in terms of again I I, I liked. I like to get my arms around things initially to make sure I understand before I do delegate out. Yeah. And and I want to get to the, why that was such an issue. And I, I think it's interesting when we do, but I want to ask one more question. When you started this science company, it's not like, I think, I don't know the answer to this. I'm asking, it's not like you were passionate about signs, right? You wanted to start your own business. You found some equipment and you said, okay, I'll do that. Right. So not only did you start it from scratch, you had to build your own knowledge of what to do from scratch. You really were a novice and you just went into business. Were you afraid of that? Did you have any other options or choices or did you just bull through like a, like a bull? <laughs> Boy, I hope people take this the right way. Fear is not in my vocabulary. It really isn't. Um, I have a very strong faith foundation and that enables me to get through just about any challenge that comes my way. So fear isn't it. Um, you know, I, <laughs> uh, it wasn't about the sign business, Brian, because my wife and I both went through a process that that helped us in terms of, hey, what kind of business did we want to get into? And it wasn't about the signs that that the sign industry best met our criteria. And we don't have time to go into that criteria, but it best met the criteria that my wife and I developed. Once the sign industry was was the business that came in front of me. I grabbed it, ran from there, okay. uh, but not with fear, but again, with, uh, you know, with concerns in terms of, hey, could I find the right people? You know, one of the first person I hired was someone who was who had, who was in the sign industry for like 15 years. And so that was a big help. Um, but still, there's a lot of other things, you know, along that path that you have to learn how to do yourself. Social media, the marketing, the networking, you know, that that was all relatively new for me. And, so, and yeah. so let's talk about that a little bit. You're trying to do everything yourself. How was that an issue? Some people just charge along and away they go, but you, you uh, either you grew too fast or you didn't grow fast enough. What was the issue with doing it yourself? Well, when, when you're, when you're driven, when you're driven to do, to, to do things right. And, 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 and when, when I say, right, I, whatever I do, I like to do extremely well. And so you can spend a lot of time on just one segment of the business, trying to do it extremely well. And the other interfaces, the other the other processes uh, may may struggle a little bit. And what I've learned is you really got to step back, and, and and you really have to learn how to. You've heard the phrase "run the business," okay? Uh, work on the business. Work on the business instead the business. of in the yeah. business, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And until I really got that, um, again, it was it was me spending a lot of hours. Uh, and a lot of time, um, you know, working on a lot of detailed aspects of the business that I think put me behind in terms of the growth aspect. Tell us more about that. What what was happening? Where where were you coming up short? Um, what where were you falling behind? Was it one thing you're really good at that was taking the expense of the other, or was it just everything was cropping up and causing some issues? Give me some examples. Well, what was good and easy? What I what, what I was good at and was easy for me, I'd say, was the networking side. I had no challenges 
you know, going out and joining, you know, a networking group or interacting with people through a chamber or, or establishing relationships through my past 30 years in the corporate world. That was pretty easy for me. It was the social media. It was the, uh, you know, it was the marketing. It was the HR stuff. It was, you know, it was, it was that it was the technology end of things in terms of, Hey, am I, Am I, do I have the right equipment and technology and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, to help me uh, get uh, achieve the, uh, you know, the positions that I wanted in the marketplace with the right type of clients. So it was really that. And so was it causing you to take the business home, work too many hours? Was it just not getting done well enough? And what, what was the, the point where you said, okay, enough's enough. I, I know I've got to hire some people or do something. I can't do this all myself. Uh, you know, what was happening and what caused you to kind of learn your lesson and, Take care of business. Well, again, stepping back, you know, I have I have a, you know, again, the faith foundation, the family, you know, the wife, the four kids, you know, they're they're they they have a way of giving me feedback at the right time. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, and especially my wife, she always seems to know when when um, you know, there's 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 a lot going on, which takes me away from those things that I like to do in terms of giving back to the community doing things in the church, you know, just, you know, just, just being that, you know, broad based person that I, that I aspire to be in terms of helping others in need instead of just focusing on myself. And so I wasn't spending enough time on those other things. Mm-hmm. And that's what really drove, you know, forced me to step back and say, Hey, I can keep doing this or I'm going to take a little different approach so that I can do the things that I told myself I wanted to do when I left the corporate world after 30 years of service. Yeah. And a lot of traveling away from home, et cetera. Yeah. And and so this show is is I hopefully hopefully inspiring to people who might be in the same boat. And so Ed, if you don't mind, share with people some of the signs that you had at that time that said, look, enough's enough. It was either affecting your family, like you said, your wife let you know. It was affecting your customer service level and the quality of your company. It was affecting something. Can you give us how is that making you feel? The fact that you weren't able to do everything you wanted to do in the way you wanted to do it. What was happening? Sure. Um, share with that. So people can know as well too, to look for those signs. Well, again, the first thing I mentioned, it was the, you know, the interaction and the quality time with family. And yeah. so, you know, boy, I, I knew that I had to change something to, to spend more time with family. Yep. The second is, is Brian is something, uh, you know, I, I'll call it peace of mind. Okay. Peace of mind. I knew that I wasn't, spending time helping others in the community, whether it be, you know, servicing the homeless, whether it be, you know, helping the marginalized of the world. And and I knew I had the talent and resources to do that, but not the time. And so, you know, I said, hey, I I don't, I'm not at that state where I have that peace of mind in terms of being that balanced individual that I want to be. Okay. So I know I have to change something about that. Okay. Um, I'd say that was the two main drivers, that, that quality of life in terms of my family. And, and again, getting back to finding that peace of mind in terms of being more balanced, allowing me to do things to help out in the community and be more balanced. Yeah. And here's the crux of the issue. You built this company from scratch. It was all yours. You got to a point where you had to make the decision. And I think a lot of business owners don't do this well, giving up letting go, 
letting people who you put in place do their jobs really well so that you don't have to. They're good at what they do. Let them do it, right? And a lot of a lot of owners will micromanage or not even hire anybody at all. Did you have any issues? Do you remember uh, when it didn't go so well? You were turning things over to others, uh, taking your hands off the reins a little bit. But the first time something went wrong, did you jump right back in? Or how did that transition work as far as allowing your business to grow? Yeah, typically when something went wrong, you know, I would, you know, roll up the sleeves even more. Yeah, right. Which compounded the problem. But again, I would say the the thing that was really that I was really struggling with, I would call the, you know, the growth, the growth side in terms of the, you know, the revenue, really growing the business um, at a at a much higher clip than a, you know, than a four, five, six percent growth rate. You know, I, I really, I was expiring for, you know, double digit growth and the first two or three years, I didn't see that. I didn't see that because again, I was spending, I was spending too much time trying to do it all myself. Mm. Um, And so um, the, the merger, the merger opportunity with fast signs um, came along and that that uh, that worked out extremely well, um, as uh, as again as we as I basically ended up taking on another business, if you will. But we merged the two. Um, but Fast Signs really came with some proven processes and capabilities uh, in a uh, I'm going to call it a network of of expertise from a social media marketing HR perspective that I was. Here you go. Help me, help me, help me manage the business, and, and and in fact, do a lot of this for me, so I can spend even more time doing those things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Yes. How, how much uh, how much work did you have to go? So you did all that work to figure out what business to start in the first place, and then the opportunity to expand and merge. But you just, I mean, your name is so important to you and to your family. Um, how, what kind of work did you do to figure out that Fast Signs was the right merger for you? Uh, again, talking to a lot of people in regards to the fast signs business model, um, the person that was running um, fast signs at the time, he and I actually went through leadership Medina County together. Mm-hmm. So I knew a lot about him and, you know, we had a lot of evenings together talking about, you know, the business and why he wanted to step away and why it made sense or didn't make sense for me to do it. Um, certainly I made some trips to, uh, you know, the, uh, the franchise or location and get, did some homework in that. Mm-hmm. And again, walked away with the, with the, uh, strong feeling that, yeah, this, this was, this was indeed the right next move for me, for me and yeah. growing the business and helping, um, most importantly, and in, in that balancing act that I talked about earlier in terms of improving quality of my life. Yeah. 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 And and what has that meant? So so the business owner out there that's working 60 to 80 hours a week and they're going crazy and going crazy and going crazy. What 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 has improved for you now that you've been able to overcome that hurdle, allow your business to grow tremendously right. and yet have your peace of mind? Share that with someone a little bit. Maybe give them a little carrot to go after because yeah. they can't keep running on that treadmill forever, yeah. right? So Brian, I'm still, you know, I I I still work a lot of hours, but yes, you do. They're different hours. Okay. Now it's more about, um, you know, getting in here early and, 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 and making sure that, you know, uh, I'm gonna call it the processes and procedures and everything in place. And always starting out with a meeting, 
you know, where I pull the, the, the folks together. We talk about, you know, what went well yesterday, what didn't go well, mm-hmm. learning from that, um, talking about, you know, we have a board now and you can see the jobs that have to get done on this respective day, the installations that have to get done, design. So it's more, I'll call it stepping back and taking more of a coaching counseling role mm-hmm. than I was you know than I was taking when we first started. I was in a doer role. Yep. Now I'm more in a counseling, counseling, coaching, strategic mode. You know, now I've spent more time thinking about, okay, where am I going to be now three to five years from now? What's that look like? What am I working on now? What do I need to work on now to be well positioned for that next three to five years yeah. versus the day-to-day operations. That's yeah, and what what hurdles do you see coming up for that as you as you move into the next stages? What what are you going to have to overcome here uh, to get through where you want to be? The largest is people, and no surprise of that because the whole yeah. pandemic situation and yeah. finding good people in light of you know the whole situation um, that we stare at. Technology, I'm looking at pulling some things differently in terms of the te- te- technology and you know what equipment do I need? Space, I believe I'm okay in terms of the space. I believe I can get to where I need to get there by being in a location that I'm in. My processes are in pretty good shape. I'll tweak them as needed. Uh, markets and clients. So I'll spend the lion share of my time now starting to talk about, again, vertical versus horizontal markets. Where are we? Where do we need to get to? How do we best position ourselves as well as clients? You know, as, as, as mean it may sound, um, you know, I'm comfortable uh, firing clients. There's times when you don't have the right clients. That's right. And so I'm 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 more comfortable in firing clients because again, they don't they don't meet our they don't meet the model of what we're looking for. Yeah, that's win win. If it's not good for you, it's not good for them, and vice versa. So that's not good business at all, right? And so yeah, the, so that's that's where I spend a lot of the the time today, and you know. Yeah. You know, the people, the processes, the technology, do I have the enough space? And again, the markets and the clients versus, again, back to doing, doing everything, um, you know, in terms of the work. I was doing installations. I was working the tables, you know, when I first started the business. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't work the tables. No. Every once in a while, I'll go out, maybe help with an install. But I don't go out to do it. I go out to help, especially if I have a new employee, to help them see some of the things that I see so that they can grow much quicker than I did in terms of my learning process, you know? And God bless you for doing that um, because, you know, these young employees are are looking for that kind of uh, opportunity to, to do well. I think they get a bad rap, don't they? That some of the new generation gets a bad rap. I think we have to show them the way sometimes, but uh, they're willing to take it. Ed, I feel led to ask you this, maybe last hard question, maybe an impossible question. We have a shot. What's your definition of success? You wanted to start a business as a young man. You've built something amazing. You are successful in many different other people's eyes. But what do you think the definition of success is for you? For me, it's about achieving that. I keep coming back to that level of peace, that level of peace that says or that tells me that, again, that when I look at my quality of life and the balance of things in my life, that I'm able to work on the things and do the things that give me, again, that great peace of mind. 
Um, and it's not in terms of the numbers or the amount of money I make or anything. I, that's all secondary. It's when I go home and I lay that head down, am I able to sleep well or not? And I sleep well. I sleep very well. Yeah, I sleep very well. Good for you, and you should. The Dash of Grit podcast is brought to you by Spire. Spire creates results-driven digital marketing and websites that help companies grow. Are you ready to break through the barriers that hold your company back? Take your growth higher with Spire. Learn more at spiread.com. Ed, I can't thank you enough for being on the show because I look for mentors too. And I don't know you extremely well. We've met five or six times. I feel like you're my best friend. And I I hope that everybody has that same feeling. I I really do believe you care for others and you care for your company and you care for your family name and, uh, and you've given your life in pursuit of excellence towards that. And I thank you for being a mentor to me and for so many others. Thank you, Brian, for having me on here, whatever I can do in the future, you know, to help out. I'm I'm here to help out. I know you are. And to that end, if uh, someone did want to talk to you about entrepreneurialism or uh, building a business or, or even just uh, your outlook on business and life, how would they reach out to you and talk to you if they wanted to? They can reach me by phone. Um, that's probably the best thing. Uh, my cell phone number, and, and I'll give that to you publicly here. It's 216-577-6043. That's the, that's, the, that's the best way to reach me. Doesn't surprise me at all that you would do that. Ed, thank you for being a guest on A Dash of Grid and, and much success to you and your family and to future generations that are going to be a part of Fast, uh, Fast Signs of Medina. We really appreciate your uh, participation in the community and, and for being on the show with me today. You bet, Brian. Folks, we do this once a week. Go back and take a look at some other uh, episodes and some more stories of, of true class, just like Ed Gonzalez of Fast Signs of Medina just shared. Until we meet again, stay gritty and win the day. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. 